This is it, man. Cycle for the beginning. First of all, let me say thank you to Universal for putting out this triple feature of Cycle 2, 3, and 4. Pick it up, guys. Um, to finalize everything, including the Cycle 1. Cycle 1, I, I saw that so many times. I will review it later on, but right now it's I want to review the other sequels because a lot I feel like it's underrated. A lot of people don't talk about it. Um, this is the second time we visited revisiting this movie, and um, thanks to the magical world for you too. We get to talk about about these type of things, movies or whatever. Cycle four, guys, very rare, man, very rare. A sequel in any genre, one after another, that could. Possibly, I would say perfect, very enjoyable, it, especially when it comes to the horror genre right now. You need like a sequel after sequel that could be actually be good. Don't get me wrong. Let me just get something else. Hold on. I actually enjoy the Scream movies, you know, um, Scream One, Two, Three, and Scream Four. I actually enjoy it, you know. Before Psycho, before Scream, it was Psycho, okay? Screw it, let's put it out there. Let's put it out there. Don't get me wrong, I enjoy the Scream movies, but, and, and that's all of the Scream movies. But I feel like Psycho right now, that's the perfect horror anthology that gone on and on and on. I mean, what was it, anthology or quadology, where they have four part of a movie? Because it's the same character, same actor, it continues. From the first movie to the fourth movie, perfect acting, perfect soundtrack, perfect characters, perfect, perfect environment, and Cycle 4 is no exception. The part 2 follow a wonderful sequel to part 1. Part 3 surprisingly follow a wonderful sequel to part 2, making it a trilogy. And part 4 follows after part 3, making it just perfect. And this time, we have it as a prequel with, with an aftermath and with a wonderful ending to close it, the series once and for all. And um, you have this radio show host talking to his, talking to a killer guy who kills his mom on the radio show. You have a psychologist on the show, and then suddenly, once the show's over, you have another phone call from a guy named Ed. But it's really Norman Bates making a phone call, trying to explain to the lady that hey, I want to tell you my story. And while Norman Bates is talking, you also have the flashback scene explaining to the, to the radio show host. That how what makes him who he is today, you know. They used to have flashback scenes with the mother, how a young Norman Bates became who he is, especially how they begin the young Norman Bates. Because they begin the young Norman Bates story when his mother was already dead at the beginning, and then after that, they show you the scenes when his mother was still, when his mother was alive at the time, how, how, his, how his mother was really a nice person, but they show psychotic, also she was crazy herself too, blaming her son for this and that. And, um, and they would finalize you know, the young Norman Bates to kill his mom when, when his mom brought her boyfriend, when she has a boyfriend over. And that's when Norman Bates finally decided to kill his mom because he felt like he should be the only man in the house. You know, um, it's just so much good story in it. You know, I don't want to ruin too much. But then you also have a story of his aftermath, how Norman Bates is living his life today. That, you know, he's, he's like living in a nice house. He got a wife now. His wife ended up being pregnant and he felt like he needs to kill again because his wife is pregnant now, he's telling the radio host that he needs to he's going to kill one more time because his wife is pregnant and he's scared that when his wife is pregnant that the baby's going to end up like him. 
So then you get the ending scene when he took his wife to the old house now, and then when he was about to kill her, his wife kind of like talked him out of it and told him that you're not like this no more, and then Norman Bates kind of gave in. I'm going to spoil a little bit, but trust me, the whole movie's good. As the ending, Norman Bates like told his wife to leave. He said he got to finish the past once and for all. He burns the house down to let to let everybody know, not only himself, his wife, the whole world, especially the viewers on the TV screen watching him, especially us, to let everyone know the psycho movies, the one I did in my history, my past, it's over. It's time to free myself from, from this madness and from this nonsense. I got to move on my life. So he burns the house down because that was his past. That was his beginning. And I thought it was an epic ending, man. I thought it was a great way to go, you know. Not only that, Psycho 4 is like, it shows it's a prequel, but also it's an aftermath at the same time. Of how Norman Bates is and how he's going to live his life now. And then when the credits roll up, you hear the baby crying. I mean, his wife got pregnant now with the baby. And Psycho 4, the beginning, is an awesome, awesome, another awesome fucking sequel. Now, see the original Psycho. Either with Anthony Perkins in the original Psycho, 1, 2, 3, 4. See all four of them. Follow the characters. Follow him. Yeah, you'll have a wonderful experience with this movie. Um, this is great that I saw the second time around, and it's great we'll have it in my collection this time. And, um, of course, there's a Psycho remake with Vince Vaughn, I think, playing Norman Bates. Guess what, guys? It's not the fucking same. It will never be the same. Anthony Perkins owned that movie. His character owned Norman Bates. You know? There's no one that can ever play it. I know it's over the top, but it's true. It's like Freddy Krueger. Robert England was the man behind the makeup. You know, you can have many actors portray Freddy Krueger, but no one cannot portray better than Robert England. Same with Norman Bates. Anthony Perkins, rest in peace. He died a long time ago, but you could, they can remake it, they can reboot it, they can do a, another sequel on it with a different character. Like Paul Ford ended it with, with the Norman Bates having a baby when you hear the sound of the baby crying. So what if they do a sequel to Cycle 4 called Cycle 5 where the baby becomes the monster now? Guess what? It's not going to work. It's not the same. So I hope they don't do some, something stupid like that, you know? I mean, as Cycle 4 ended the way it is, it took the whole franchise with it, making it an honorable franchise movie, 1, 2, 3, and 4, with Anthony Perkins in it. Let me just say it one more time. Anthony Perkins only has Norman Bates. Cycle 1, 2, 3, and 4, one more time. Get this, get the get the triple threat, get the triple feature, well it's triple threat anyway, and also get the original cycle, which I'm gonna plan on buying when I get my next pay. Um awesome movie guys, fantastic, wonderful job, perfect, perfect, perfect. Especially when the horror journey right now needs something like this, you might have to go back to the past. And hopefully maybe the newer horror movie journeys, like horror directors or producers, could probably look at a movie like Psycho, for example, to let you know, hey, this is the reason why it, why a movie like this and a sequel could follow on making it perfect and awesome. 